1: Welcome to The Sports Angle, live on AMP-TV, A M P tv Big welcome to everyone listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get into it. 422. 422. For Steph Curry, that is the number... He has to reach. That is the number that he has to pass. In order to become the number one top dog. When it comes to shooting the three point shot in the NBA. Understand that Steph Curry. One of the greatest outside shooters of all time. A guy who most people have stated has revolutionized the game of basketball. He is the guy that has made it popular to shoot from 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 beyond the arc. He is the guy that has made a lot of kids has made a lot of teenagers want to put on that Golden State Warriors jersey. He is a guy that has made it popular to shoot a piece of paper across the room, and instead of saying Kobe, instead of saying Jordan, instead of saying LeBron, a lot of kids now say Curry. Understand that Steph Curry has become one of the most popular NBA players of the 2010s. And the fact that he is only 422 away from breaking Ray Allen's record. The fact that he is so close to going up against and beating the record of a former Boston Celtics legend is incredible. It's remarkable. And if you're going to ask me, do I think he, he's going to... Absolutely. I absolutely 100% know... That Steph Curry is going to surpass Ray Allen. I know that Curry has the talent to get it done. I know that Curry also has time on his side. Now you might be asking yourself, why do I know this? I know that he is going to surpass that record over Ray Allen. Well understand that he has made he has made 402 three-pointers in one season. Understand that he has consistently made more than 200 three-point shots. Not just one year, not just two years. But I want you to think about this. He went 7 years in a row making 200-plus three-point shots. And we're only 14 games into the season, and he is already at 57. So to say that he's going to get to 200 is very likely. To say that he's going to break Ray Allen's record by next year is very doable. Understand that Ray Allen, one of the greatest shooters of all time, but he is going to be eclipsed by Steph Curry when you understand probability. When you understand how analytics work, when you have a guy like Curry who has made 200-plus three-pointers seven years straight, then the probability of Steph Curry breaking the 422 by next year is very, very high. In fact, if I had to go to the sports books, I would give it a two to one odds that he will surpass Ray Allen's record by 2021, 2022. Because the way that Curry plays the game, he's not slowing down on the outside shot. The way that Curry plays and adapts his style of play is phenomenal. There isn't many players that can be 11 years in and adapt their game like Curry has. In fact, there is maybe only a handful of players in NBA history that have done that, where they are a decade plus in and they are still adapting their game They are still evolving their game. So it's incredible. I just wanted to point out to everyone, 422. That is the number that Steph Curry has to reach to become number one on the leaderboards and surpass Ray Allen. That is the number that Ray Allen has over Steph Curry as the number one best outside shooter in NBA history. But while we're focusing on the NBA, why don't we talk about something that's going to lead in to what we're going to discuss later. Now, about a week and a half ago, there was the blockbuster trade between James Harden and the Brooklyn Nets. All right, you had the Houston Rockets, you had the Brooklyn Nets, but there are people who forget that the Indiana Pacers and Cleveland Cavaliers were part of that trade. People forget that guys like Karis Levert were traded from the Brooklyn Nets to the Indiana Pacers in the James Harden deal. Well, it was revealed recently That new Indiana Pacers forward, Karis Levert, had a recent MRI done. And it revealed a small mass on his kidney. Understand that Levert has been identified as out indefinitely. But he's actually said in an interview that he sees this situation as bigger than basketball. Levert said, and quote, I don't have any symptoms. I was playing in games. I haven't missed a game this season yet. I was feeling 100% healthy. But then he continued, so in a way, this trade definitely showed what was going on in my body. So I'm looking at it from that side, and I'm humbled to know that this trade saved me in the long run, and end quote. Now, Karis LeVert is 26 years old. Karis LeVert had a solid career with the Brooklyn Nets. A lot of people are going to forget his name when it comes to the James Harden trade, but I want people to remember this. I want people to remember that Karis LeVert he has been a first-round pick. Karis LeVert actually was drafted by the Indiana Pacers organization. I want people to also remember that Karis LeVert's five seasons in the NBA, he consistently will get you double-digit points. Understand that Karis LeVert, he he is averaging a good field goal percentage year after year. Karis LeVert is a very solid player in the NBA. He does not miss many games when it comes to being on the court. So why am I bringing this all up? Why am I bringing up the Karis LeVert situation? It's due to the fact that Karis LeVert... The guy who just got traded in the James Harden deal, he it has he had that MRI done. And he only would have had that MRI done if it hadn't have been the fact that you have to pass a physical for all parties. If it hadn't have been for that trade, Karis Levert wouldn't have found out about that mass on his kidney. If it hadn't have been for James Harden's four-way deal, then Karis LeVert wouldn't have discovered what he knows now. So in a roundabout way, thanks to James Harden, Karis LeVert just ha- just got saved because of it. So I will give a round of applause to James Harden. And more importantly, I also want to say to Karis LeVert, Get well, gets, uh, get well soon, most definitely. Now, understand that on today's show, we're going to get into the Houston Rockets. We're going to talk about what is the trajectory of the Houston Rockets moving forward. What is the scenario of the Houston Rockets being successful post-James Harden? What is the odds that the Houston Rockets will suffer after James Harden has left the organization? So what we're going to do is we're going to look back at the faces of the franchise in the Houston Rockets organization, and we're going to compare those tenures to what happened with James Harden. And we're going to use history, to figure out what's gonna happen in the future for the Houston Rockets organization. Is it the Sports Angle? Follow us on social media at the Sports Angle. Go to the chat on AMP TV, double AMP TV, and or Facebook Live to engage in the conversation. We'll be right back.
3: That's 800 470 7113.
0: AMP, the multi format network, is here to help create, produce, distribute, and sell your content. For more information, send a message to info at aamp.tv. That's info at double amp.tv. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com, that's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com, or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657 600 one eight seven six. Call them today; they can help your business right away.
2: The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three. Three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call US Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90 days supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to Fingerpricks. 800
3: 854 3183 800 854 3183 800 854 3183 Eight hundred eight five four thirty one eighty
1: three. Welcome back to the Sports Angle live on AFTV, double TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I am your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. We're going to be discussing the Houston Rockets and for a brief explanation as to why. The James Harden trade has definitely benefited the Brooklyn Nets. All right, it has shook up the NBA long term. All right, the Eastern Conference has gotten a lot stronger. You have the Brooklyn Nets is now the second uh, favorite team to win the NBA Finals, according to Oddsmakers. Understand that everyone is paying attention to Brooklyn. But I don't want people to forget that the Houston Rockets are still a team. I don't want people to overlook Houston just because James Harden's no longer there. And a lot of people are going to be asking this question. What will the Houston Rockets do post-James Harden? Are they going to blow up the roster? Are they going to trade John Wall? Are they going to trade Victor Oladipo? Are they going to trade DeMarcus Cousins, Christian Wood? What players are going to be dealt next if they are going to rebuild the roster? More importantly, who is going to be the face of their franchise moving forward? Is it going to be someone they draft in the 2021 NBA draft? Is it going to be one of the players they acquired in the James Harden deal like a Victor Oladipo? Are they going to have John Wall, who's already a decade in to his career at this point? Will he be the face of the franchise short term until they find somebody new? What are all of these decisions that are going to have to be made with Houston long term? So in order to decide that, in order to make a calculated and a fair estimate of what Houston's future is, we have to go back. In order for us to do this the right way, we have to go back to the Houston Rockets franchise history. And I'm going to go and look at four. That's right. Four players who were considered the faces of the franchise. And I am going to do something very simple. We're going to look at those four faces of the franchise Moses Malone, Ralph Sampson, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Yao Ming. And what we're going to do here on the Sports Angle is we will talk about when they had this face of the franchise, were they successful with that player, and when they eventually let them go, what happened to the Houston Rockets afterwards. So to start this all off, we have to go, Back all the way to 1976. Because in 1976 the Houston Rockets got their first superstar. The Houston Rockets traded and acquired Moses Malone. Now a lot of people who are new to the NBA probably haven't heard of Moses Malone. And some people who are casual fans of the NBA, you may have heard of him. But you probably don't know how good this guy was. Understand that when Moses Malone was playing in the NBA, he made every team around him better. Understand that he made an immediate impact with the Houston Rockets. Understand that the year before Moses Malone got to Houston, they were one of the worst teams in the NBA. They get Moses Malone, and the Houston Rockets go from being sixth to being second in the, in, the, in the conference. Understand that Moses Malone had them win the Central almost immediately him getting there. They made it to the, to the conference finals with an immediate impact from Moses Malone. I mean, Moses Malone was so good for Houston – that they had two MVPs with Moses Malone as a Houston Rocket. Understand that when he was with their organization, they made the playoffs five of the six years he was there. He made a very, very well uh, statement in Houston. But everything can't last forever. So while Moses Malone won two NBA MVPs in Houston, and while they made the playoffs five of the six years he was there, and even made a finals appearance with Moses Malone, that wasn't good enough for their owner. For the Houston Rockets, that was not good enough to just have Moses Malone be on the roster. So Charlie Thomas traded Moses Malone to the Philadelphia 76ers. A team that, by the way, he would go on to win an NBA championship with the very next season. Now, what happened to the Houston Rockets after they traded Moses Malone? They finished last in the NBA back-to-back seasons. The two years after they traded Moses Malone... They had the worst record in the NBA, and they had the number one overall pick in back-to-back years. But something good came out of it. Because with that first overall pick the next year, they drafted Ralph Sampson. And the next year, they drafted Hakeem Olajuwon. Now, I'm going to focus on Ralph Sampson for a second. Because him being face of the franchise was brief, but it was notable. Understand that Ralph Sampson, during their tenure together with Hakeem Olajuwon, he won Rookie of the Year. He was the MVP of the All-Star Game. They made it to the playoffs three of the four seasons that Ralph Sampson was there. They made it back to the NBA Finals. Two years after they drafted Ralph Sampson, and they also made a conference finals appearance with Ralph Sampson as the face of the franchise. And in a very weird twist of events, do, uh, here's a trivia question for everyone who's listening: Can you tell me what was the nickname that they gave Ralph Sampson and Akeem Elijah one? When they were teammates, when Ralph Sampson and Akeem Olajuwon played together, there was a nickname that the media gave them. What was it? All right, that's a trivia question. Go to the chat on Amp TV and or Facebook Live, and you tell me the answer to that question. What was the nickname that Ralph Sampson and Akeem Olajuwon had when they played together? Now, I just told you about the success of the Houston Rockets with Ralph Sampson. NBA Finals appearance, made the Conference Finals in two of those three years. But it can't last forever. Because Charlie Thomas decided to trade Ralph Sampson to the Golden State Warriors. Understand that they decided that it was time for Ralph Sampson to go. Now, Ralph Sampson's career ended because of knee injuries, so unfortunately, he never got to live up to the promise that he did in Houston, but the Houston Rockets had Hakeem Olajuwon take his place immediately, and how did that go, you might ask? Well, how that happened was that Hakeem Olajuwon had one of the greatest careers that a Houston Rocket has ever had. Houston Rockets had one of the greatest centers of all time in Akeem the Dream Elijah Wan. Understand that during their tenure, they only missed the playoffs twice. All right, I want you to think about this for just a quick second. They made the playoffs 11 of 13 years. That Hakeem Olajuwon was their face of the franchise. Also understand that they won two NBA finals. They made it to the conference finals a trio of times during that tenure. They won their division twice. And more importantly, Hakeem Olajuwon had two defensive players of the year. He was an MVP once. He was a finals MVP Twice. To say that Hakeem Olajuwon made the biggest impact of the Houston Rockets organization would be an understatement. Understand that Hakeem Olajuwon is the greatest player in Houston Rockets history. Understand that Hakeem Olajuwon was a guy that Houston Rockets fans looked up to for a decade and a half. He went to the Hall of Fame. He became a top-five center of all time. And more importantly, the Houston Rockets had their greatest era ever, thanks to Hakeem Olajuwon. But that that had to end. And unfortunately, it did come to an end when Hakeem Olajuwon was sent to the Toronto Raptors in a sign-and-trade after 2001. So... Unfortunately, everything has to come to an end. And when we come into the next segment, we're going to get into the modern era of the Houston Rockets. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We will be right back.
0: Attention, business owners! You and your customers are listening to this commercial right now. Face it, every business needs customers, even yours. The Sports Circus is a primetime, nationally syndicated program that's carried on ABC, NBC, CNBC, and Westwood One News affiliates, plus CBS, Fox, and NBC Sports affiliates across North America, with coverage from Hawaii to New York. Also, the Sports Circus is available to the 180 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, and the Sports Circus gets about four million website visitors per month, which could click through your website and bring sales. The Sports Circus provides great content featuring celebrity guests from sports and entertainment to our audience every weekday, which your company could greatly benefit from by increasing your visibility, foot traffic, eyeballs to your website, and calls from potential customers. Call us right now at 702-799-9935, again 702-799-9935, or email us at info at the That's info at the Drive your sales today by advertising with the Sports Circus.
3: That's 800.
1: Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air.
2: At Zenny, we believe everyone deserves access to high quality, affordable eyewear. That's why we offer stylish prescription glasses for men, women, and kids starting at just $6.95. Our online factory direct model cuts out the metal men, so you save. At Zenni, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenni.com. Eyewear for everyone.
3: 470-7113.
1: Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live on Amp TV, AMP TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on, C- on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. Talking about the Houston Rockets here on The Sports Angle, we discussed the Moses Malone era we discussed the Ralph Sampson era. And we talked about their most important era of their franchise history, and that was the Hakeem Olajuwon era. Now, as we get into the 21st century, you have to understand one important aspect. That after 2001, when Hakeem Olajuwon had that sign-and-trade with the Houston Rockets. They finished with one of the worst records in the NBA immediately after Hakeem Olajuwon left. In fact, they only won 28 games that one season after Hakeem Olajuwon left. But like the Houston Rockets have done during this trend, while the Houston Rockets they have done a reoccurring theme over and over again during this uh, investigation. When Moses Malone left, it allowed them to draft Ralph Sampson and Akeem Olajuwon. Okay, when one superstar leaves, normally the Houston Rockets will get that player from the draft. Now, with Akeem Olajuwon leaving... It allowed them to get the number one overall pick in the next year's draft. And because of that, they drafted the seven foot six giant from China. They went and drafted a generational talent named Yao Ming. Now, for some people who don't understand how important this was, Yao Ming during his 10 seasons in the NBA, was a nine-time All-Star. Yao Ming, during his 10 seasons in the NBA, was a five-time All-NBA team. Understand that his jersey is hanging in the Raptors at Toyota Center. The Yao Ming was put into the Hall of Fame only five years After retiring from the NBA, Yao Ming is one of the youngest players in history to be put in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Understand that Yao Ming's career was shortened by injuries, but his era with the Houston Rockets cannot be underestimated. All right. In fact, I'm going to say it's been very undervalued what Yao Ming did for the Houston Rockets. Because what Yao Ming did is that he made an international presence well-known with the NBA. Understand that Yao Ming did for the NBA, did for the international relations with the NBA. He helped the Houston Rockets become a global brand. Yao Ming helped the NBA get bigger in terms of the map. And Yao Ming was a great center in the NBA. In fact, Shaquille O'Neal, a guy who rarely ever gives credit to anybody, a guy who is one of the most competitive players in NBA history, said that Yao Ming is one of the only four players... That he gives praise to. I want you to stop and think about that for a second. Patrick Ewing. Hakeem Olajuwon. And Yao Ming. Are one of the only players in NBA history. To have received praise. From a guy who doesn't give credit to anybody. That was how good Yao Ming was. During his 10 years in the NBA. But as I brought that up, what happened after Yao Ming retired? Well, here's what happened. In 2011, when Yao Ming finally retired from all the injuries that he suffered, the Houston Rockets finished ninth in the division. But they made a trade that changed the franchise forever. A year after Yao Ming left, they made a trade with the Oklahoma City funder to acquire the reigning sixth man of the year. They made a trade with the Oklahoma City funder to acquire this guy from Arizona State, this shooting guard that most people had not heard of that well. They acquired the beard, James Harden. That's right. We're getting to the modern era now. Because it went from Yao to James Harden. And just to explain to you how important James Harden was to the Houston Rockets. They made the playoffs all eight years he was in Houston. They won their division four of those eight years. They were one of the top seeds in the Western Conference six of those eight years. They made it to the conference finals two times during that time period. And more importantly, James Harden won an MVP during those eight years in Houston. So when I tell you all of those statistics, when I tell you everything that I just included, I think you now understand why James Harden Was the face of the franchise. When I tell you that they made. The playoffs. All eight years he was there. I think that explains. Why he was such a big deal. I think that should explain. Why so many people in Houston. Didn't want to see him go originally. That's why when James Harden made his initial request. Two months ago. Well, there was a lot of people in Houston that I spoke to that didn't want James Harden to leave. Because regardless if you like him or not, you can't deny that James Harden is one of the most impactful players in the NBA. When James Harden is on the floor, he gets the job done. That when he is playing the game and he is on the floor— I'll say it right now. He's a top 10 player in the NBA. And during the 2010s, he was one of the five best players the NBA had during that decade. James Harden is going to be missed in Houston. Regardless of how he left, there's going to be no denying the fact that certain people are going to miss James Harden. There are going to be certain people that walk around Toyota Center with their Harden's jersey still on their back. There are going to be people in Houston, when you see them walking around the street, they're still going to have that James Harden t-shirt on. They're still going to have that jersey on because that is how impactful Harden's tenure was. But this gets to the question that I asked at the beginning of the show. How will the Houston Rockets recover from the tenure of James Harden? How will the Houston Rockets be able to go from James Harden to whoever comes next? Is there a face of the franchise that is going to be on the current day roster? And more importantly... Since I gave you all the history, what does the history tell us the Houston Rockets are going to do next? Well, to answer that question, I'm basically going to give you my angle right now. Because my angle is pretty simple. With Moses Malone, they traded him and they got the number one overall pick the next year. When Hakeem Olajuwon eventually did that sign-and-trade with the Toronto Raptors, they got the number one overall pick the next year. And when Yao Ming retired, they made a trade to get James Harden. So my angle is this. No, there is nobody on the current roster that is going to be the face of the franchise. It's not going to be Oladipo. It's not going to be Wall. It's not going to be Cousins. Who it's going to be is I say the Houston Rockets are going to select with the first overall pick in the 2021 NBA draft. Cade Cunningham, point guard from Oklahoma State. Now, here's the reason why I say the Houston Rockets are going to get the number one overall pick. Understand that there is something they call a draft lottery. And understand that the Houston Rockets have one of the worst records in the NBA. In fact, they are second to last in the Western Conference as we speak. So if the lottery balls end up going the right way, and the Houston Rockets get the number one overall pick, the Deja Vu will play itself out. They will do what they did after Moses Malone. They'll do what they did after after Hakeem Olajuwon. And that is that they will draft their face of the franchise with the number one pick. And that is Cade Cunningham. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We'll be right back.
0: amp the multi-format network is here to help create produce distribute and sell your content for more information send a message to info at aamp.tv that's info at aamp.tv are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide.
2: This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back brace covered by Medicare. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. The Health Alert Hotline is your back brace company. These specialized braces have been thoroughly tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility. Don't wait. The deadline is fast approaching. The call just takes a few minutes, and we will handle all of the Medicare paperwork. Back braces have helped thousands of people, just like you, get relief from their back pain and return to living their lives to the fullest, enjoying activities they thought they might never be able to experience again. Find out if you're eligible to receive a pain-relieving back brace. Make sure to have your Medicare card ready when you call. Call us right now.
3: 800-223-7902. 800-223-7902. 800-223-7902. That's 800-223-7902
0: attention business owners you and your customers are listening to this commercial right now face it every business needs customers even yours the Sports Circus is a primetime nationally syndicated program that's carried on ABC, NBC CNBC and Westwood One News affiliates plus CBS, Fox and NBC sports affiliates across North America with coverage from Hawaii to New York also the Sports Circus is available to the 180 million subscribers on iHeartRadio and the Sports Circus gets about 4 million website visitors per month which could click through your website and bring sales the Sports Circus provides great content featuring celebrity guests from sports and entertainment to our audience every weekday, which your company could greatly benefit from by increasing your visibility, foot traffic, eyeballs to your website, and calls from potential customers. Call us right now at 702-799-9935, again, 702-799-9935, or email us at info at the That's info at the Drive your sales today by advertising with the Sports Circus.
1: Welcome back to the Sports Angle live on AMP TV, double AMP TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. As well as everyone's listening on iHeartRadio and Spotify. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com, check out all the content we have on there, and go to chat that we do have on AMP and or Facebook Live. Hi, I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. Now, somebody brought this to my attention on uh, social media, and I don't remember your username, but I definitely will tag you so everyone knows who it is. But someone mentioned that wouldn't the Houston Rockets pick go to the Oklahoma City Thunder thanks to the Russell Westbrook deal? Actually, no. Because this is a top-four protected pick. So as long as the Houston Rockets, as long as their lottery ball lands in the top four, they will get that pick. So yes, you were partially correct. If the Houston Rockets draft pick falls out of the top four, it goes to Oklahoma City. But in my scenario, I'm saying that the Houston Rockets... Will get the number one overall pick. I'm saying to you. That the Houston Rockets. Will end up. Having that lucky lottery ball. And they will end up getting the top draft pick in 2021. And if anyone listened to the Sports Angle show recently. I did a preview of the NBA draft. And I said that whoever gets the number one overall pick, if it could be Detroit, if it could be Chicago, if it's Golden State, Houston, whoever it is, whoever gets that lucky opportunity to have the number one overall pick, Cade Cunningham is this six foot eight point guard from Oklahoma State. This guy is one of the most hyped prospects. We have seen in years. I understand that Kay Cunningham. Is the real deal. Okay. He has all of the intangibles. He's athletic. His size will definitely come into play. He could be a two guard. And a one guard. At the same time. All right? If you need him to be a point guard. He can play the point. If you need him to be a shooting guard. You can have him be a shooting guard. Now. If it's Chicago, who uh, currently would have the best odds of getting it, or if it's the Detroit Pistons, or if it's the Houston Rockets, like in this scenario, they would get a face of the franchise with Cade Cunningham. Understand that if they draft someone like Cunningham, they get an immediate face of the franchise with this pick. So that's why I say here on the show that if the Houston Rockets luck into the number one overall pick, then you have your face of the franchise to replace James Harden. Because if you look at the history, the Houston Rockets have done this twice now they got rid of Moses Malone and they drafted their face of the franchise and Ralph Sampson and Akeem Olajuwon with back-to-back number one overall picks. When they lost Akeem Olajuwon the next year, they drafted Yao Ming with the number one overall pick. So if history tells you anything, it's that when one superstar leaves, the Houston Rockets will add another one from the draft. And if that is what tells you, from a historical standpoint, what's going to happen, then I am very confident that I can tell all of you that that the Houston Rockets have a very good chance of finding a Cade Cunningham and making him the face of the franchise. But let's not stop there. Let's say that the Houston Rockets get the second pick. Well, there's a guy named Evan Mobley, who's a seven-foot power forward from USC. And Evan Mobley, he is also a very good player, a very talented prospect in college basketball. I understand the Houston Rockets have had a very, very, very solid history with big men. All right, Ralph Sampson... Hakeem Olajuwon, those were some of the best power forwards slash centers that the Houston Rockets have ever had. Understand the Houston Rockets having a seven-foot power forward at Evan Mobley could also make them the face of the franchise. So what am I saying here? What is it that I'm trying to tell you with this idea? Well, it's very simple that the Houston Rockets will get their face to the franchise from this NBA draft. And regardless if it's Cade Cunningham or if it's Evan Mobley, I am very confident that whoever the Houston Rockets select and whatever pick they end up getting, that the Houston Rockets will replace James Harden from the draft, that they will take their talent from the draft pool and find a way to build this team back up again. Because the Houston Rockets, with this current roster, as much as, I'm going to say this real quick without being negative, I'm going to try to say this without sounding harsh, but the Houston Rockets roster does not have a definitive number one guy right now. Understand that the Houston Rockets roster is built with a bunch of players that have no identity. Understand they have a lot of players on their roster that are just meh. All right, you have John Wall. John Wall is a good point guard, but he's not face of the franchise type of guy. Understand that Chris Clemens is, I mean, he's a solid guy coming off the bench, but he's not the guy that's going to save the franchise. Dante Exum, he keeps on getting injured. He's not going to be that guy. You have Victor Oladipo. I like him. I like Victor Oladipo, but he has been in the league for eight years. Understand that Victor Oladipo is not a young guy anymore. Because when James Harden got traded to the Houston Rockets, he was entering year four of the, of, of the NBA. Understand that when James Harden joined the Houston Rockets organization, they had just gotten off of an NBA Finals appearance. Everybody knew that James Harden was a star in the making. That's how skip Bayless. But everyone else knew that James Harden was a star in the making. When they acquired Moses Malone, Moses Malone was a star already established. But he was young in his career. Okay, He had only had a couple of years in the ABA up until going to Houston. Ralph Sampson, Akeem Wan, and Yao Ming... They were rookies when they entered the Houston Rockets. So having Victor Oladipo be in year eight is not a good thing. Having John Wall in year 11 is not the best thing in the world. Understand that they have a bunch of veterans on their roster. Eric Gordon, he's in year 12. You have DeMarcus Cousins, year 11. Okay, understand that that a lot of their roster consists of guys who have been there long term. I mean, the average age of majority of their players is 25 years old. Understand that in the NBA, when 18-year-olds are getting drafted into the league, 25 is a very, very mature age to bring up. Understand that if your average age with the NBA means that your player is seven years in, that means that your roster has a bunch of wear and tear along with it. Understand that your roster is going to consist of a lot of players who have been in the league for a while. So understand that the Houston Rockets organization, they can't trust— any of their current guys to be the face of the franchise. All right, DeMarcus Cousins is not the guy who was with the Golden State Warriors. Understand that PJ Tucker is a veteran. Understand that Eric Gordon is a veteran. John Wall is a veteran. Victor Oladipo is a veteran. All of those guys have been in the league for a considerable amount of time, So that's why I wouldn't trust them to be the face of the franchise. Now, there is going to be one counter argument to this. There is going to be one main deterrent, and that is look at LeBron James. Look at LeBron, Rocco. LeBron James is 36 years old, and he is still the most dominant player in the NBA. Let me explain something to you that should be pretty clear and obvious. LeBron James is one of a kind. Understand that LeBron James, there's a reason why some people consider him a top five player in in NBA history. Understand why certain analysts will go on your television screen and say that LeBron is the greatest of all time. Because LeBron James is built differently. LeBron James is one of the greatest players I've ever seen play. LeBron James has so much talent, has so much basketball IQ, that LeBron James could be 40 years old and he probably could still be dominating the NBA. understand that LeBron James could most likely play 25 years in the league and a lot of people would still be singing his praises. I mean, I've said on this show before, I won't be surprised if his son is playing in the NBA the same time as LeBron. If for the first time in a long time, we see a father and son play in the NBA at the same time, similar to when the Griffies played at the same time in MLB. Okay? It would not shock me one bit if we saw that be a realistic scenario in basketball. Because LeBron James is 36 years old, but the way that he has built his legacy is something that most NBA players will not can't do. Understand that the Houston Rockets roster is built with veterans and there's nothing that you can do about it. This the Sports Angle. I am your host, Rocco. So long, everyone.
0: So you want to be in show business? Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at CaliVegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. <laughs>